Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Two Smoking Microphones podcast, the podcast where we usually try to write our own Doctor Who movie, but this is a bonus episode. So yeah, one, it's not out on a Monday, and two, it's out on a different day. Which is the same thing, but said twice. My name is Connor. <laughs> and my name is Harry. Hello. Oh, I thought I was going to have a guest for that for a second there, but no, it's just plain old Harry again. My name, my name is... Uh, Tom Cruise. You already said it. Tom Cru- oh, Tom wow. Cru- yeah, I'm Tom Cruise. Hey, Why did you delay the new Mission Impossible? Because I'm a Scientologist. Is it true that even though you're doing that movie in space, you're not actually going to space? No, I'm going to space. No, no, I but wasn't, didn't they say it was actually going to be a stunt double? that would? And, it's only, and the film isn't going to be all, all shot in space. It's only going to be some sequences shot in space. You see, Connor, you see, Connor. I'm Tom Cruise, and I am space. So... I mean, that makes sense, but also, um, is it true that the shots are probably only going to be exterior shots of the space station, and then all the sh- all the stuff that's meant to take place on board the space station will be in a studio? Because shooting on the space station is probably not a good idea, because you probably break something and then get stranded out in space. Scientology. Well, that was Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> we-, we were glad to have you, Mr. Thomas Mapper the the fourth. Um, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna go back to my sarcophagus he's from oh because of the mummy yeah that's right i showed i showed kyle the clip of that trailer you know that was the originally released mummy trailer that didn't have the (sighs) right audio and he was like he he remembered the scream in that but he was just like but he didn't realize that that was how the trailer was actually released (laughs) if that was something for example that Say, say for example, as a QC, I had missed. I'd have lost. Whoever, whoever missed that, lost their job. There's no going around it. That's, Most likely, yeah. That'd have been instant success. By the way, Harry's back. I don't know where I went, but Tom Cruise was here. How mad is that? Um, <laughs> yeah, every week I'm gonna be someone different. But that was, yeah, that was such a weird moment because we all collectively were like, "This is the best thing to have ever happened." Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is it. The peak of peak of life <laughs> it's oh. tom cruise screaming it's also when the woman gets like pulled out by a parachute and you will hear is, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's no audio and then we're like all the guy the, the the pilots in the plane getting hit by the birds and it's just like, but there's no background sound it's just them it's so off-putting it's so how, how? someone's just gone all right here's is that the final, final, final trailer mix number forty six? Because you know, like how you start naming things when you're like editing and that. Yeah. You just give them such dumb names. You're like final trailer mix edit version three. <laughs> well, it probably would have. It probably would have been that was the music and effects track, and they just kind of hadn't activated all the other tracks on top of it. But then it's just like, oh, like so good. No, but it wasn't even. It was like. It was weird because it wasn't for all the, everything. It, it was, was like, only it was, it was like bits seconds. and pieces. So, oh, I have no idea how that happened. We'll never know how that actually happened, but it did. And I'm, you know what? It doesn't matter how it happened. I'm just happy it happened. Not that the film happened, because it was apparently awful. I never watched it. I think I started watching it, and I got about three minutes in, and I turned it off. I, most people got to the scene where he was screaming, and they were like, wait, there's, there's music in this scene? I don't remember there being music. Absolutely not. <laughs> Turn this off. Fuck this shit. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> the bonus episode isn't just going to be us talking all about um, the Mummy trailer what the for fuck? half thought, an hour. I thought it was. Even though it could be that. It could be that. Well, that would um, be fun. Yeah, 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 <laughs> let's do it. The Mummy. So, not 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 now, but one day. Oh, we should do a Tom Cruise episode. Oh, can we? That'd be great. We should write a Tom Cruise film. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, y
Yes. Yes, but that should be. I feel like it should be a bonus one-off. Like oh no, yeah, like a one-off. We write a whole Tom Cruise movie in one sitting. Like it's a two and a half hour episode, and we just write a Tom Cruise film. Just fucking that'll, go for it. That'd be that'd be brilliant. It's just got to be everything, every absolutely everything. Um, that'd make me so happy. Yep. Uh, but no, this week, this week, yeah, this week. Um, is going to be the start of a bonus podcast thing that we hope to do every month. Um, da, 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 da. Which we likely will. Um, but it's going to be us sort of recapping what we each watched or consumed in the previous month. So it's like the what we used to do is the end segment for season one of the show. Yep. yep. Um, where we were like, oh, what did you watch last week? Well, I watched this. Oh, cool. I watched this or that shit, but for a whole episode, or, if you or, care about that. Or consumed. So, you know, drugs. No, we're going with media. Ah, but... Forms of media that we consumed. Not narcotics. But media could be my drug. Love is my drug. Aww. Do you love me? Well, I don't take drugs, but love would be my drug if I was to take drugs. If you were were (laughs) to take drugs, would that make me your drug because you love me? Don't know where you're getting any of that from. Oh, I just, I just thought you know it was the podcast. I love myself and myself only. We know this. Ah, the God <laughs> complex is back. No, no, God doesn't love himself. God, God loves all unconditionally. Right. So, okay. so I guess I'm not a god because I love none. You're better than <laughs> you're better than a god. Nah, everyone loves someone unconditionally. Yeah have to love your parents <laughs> i mean yeah yes that's unconditional love that um, made me sound like i did i do love my parents very much that made me sound like i didn't because i was like yeah whatever you say i love my mom my dad's here or there like <laughs> i don't know where he is um <laughs> Fuck, so. hi, uh, hi, yeah, so dad. <laughs> he's not listening <laughs> he might be if he is connor if your dad's listening what would you like to say to him? That's the most supportive thing you've ever done for me. Took you long enough. Nice. <laughs> nice. Twenty six in less than in less than a month. Come on. Fucking hell you game. are, aren't you? Jesus. Can't wait to be um on the other on the other side of twenty five. Closer to thirty. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm 25 in a couple of months, and that's scaring the yeah, shit. Yeah, you're not out even of me. 25 yet. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm 20... gonna be 26. Fuck it, the heck, you old fart. Yeah, can't wait. Bless ya. Well, look, you, Anywho. you don't look a day <laughs> over 23. I think I look quite old for my age. Oh. I don't know, it's just me. Fine, you don't look a day over 50. There you go. Oh, thank God. I've got one grey hair that just won't go away, so you know. Some of my, my other grey hair is like hidden because I've got my hair so long, but there's one in the side that's just. I always see it. I haven't got, um, I haven't got any grey hairs yet. You might, you probably do. They're probably like in the back of your head, though. Uh, Everyone does like have grey hairs hidden as they start getting older. Like maybe some people don't, but I know I do have a few hidden all over my head. Ooh. But I don't know where. Fair play to you. Like hidden, like when I say hidden, I can't find them until I find one really long one, which there is in the back of my head. One really long one, because my hair's really long. It's been nearly two years since I got a haircut. I was gonna so. say, yeah, your hair's really fucking long. In yeah, a good well, way, it suits like, you. It's it's shoulder. It's a uh, if I put it down in front, like over my chest, it's like past my shoulders. So holy shit, 
Yeah, my hair's really long. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, it does suit you. At least the last time I saw yeah, you, which was... A while ago. I want to say Eternals, actually. Yeah, it was Eternals. Yeah. Fucking... Wait. Did I not... No, yeah, it was Eternals. Did it? I not bump into you since then in... in no, you haven't... no, you haven't seen me since then. No. Yeah, that's a shame. I haven't been to the cinema much, to be fair. The last time I went to the cinema was Spider-Man, so... Yeah, I think I've only been to the twice this year. What's the last time? No, Matrix. What am I about? Going to the cinema tonight. Boom. Going tomorrow. Boom. <laughs> oh no. Fair. Who yeah, because you... seen Uncharted. I've... I know it's gonna. I know I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I don't want to be negative. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like it from just like a fun point of view. Like I don't. I was talking to a friend at work yesterday, and the, the way I was explaining it was. And I mean, obviously, you, me and Connor loved the Uncharted games. For me, Uncharted 4 is up there on my top three games of all time. Like, I, I love it. Same. I'm playing for it at the moment again. I love it to pieces. I'm not walking into this expecting the game or expecting film of the year. Oh, no. What I am ex- not. Yeah, what I am expecting is to walk out going, you know what? I'd, I'd fun with that, as long as it was a fun adventure. You know, it's their own interpretation of the character or whatever, but I just want to, I just want a bit of escapism for an hour and 40 minutes. And if this film can do that for me, then, yeah, fair play. That's what I'm hoping yeah, for, anyway. I guess, yeah. Everyone consumes media in different ways, don't they? So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you know, in an ideal world, it would be a perfect video game adaptation that would be a film of the year. But for, for this, I just think... No, I just, I just want it. I want it to be fun. I want it to, to, to actually feel like an adventure and and be interesting. Um, yeah, I just, I just, yeah, 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 yeah. Anywho, so January was a month that happened. Uh, oh, things, like... in, things included in the news of January. Um. <laughs> it felt like the longest month ever. I hate that when people say that because, like, it doesn't to me. It... <laughs> oh, mine, yeah, mine really went on. Jan- everyone always says that, like, oh, January's gone so quick, and then by the time you're in May, everyone's like, oh my god, this year's gone so fast. And it's like, <coughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's a weird time. Is weird. I'm consider also considering because it's also a man-made construct. Well, you know as well, right? You know when you when you're when you're younger, and they they yeah. your, your your parents and grandparents and all that always used to go, oh, you know, time will fly as you get older, and you go, oh, piss off, like as if. But then you actually get mm-hmm. to like you know your mid twenties, and you go, fuck, where's the day gone? Like, I get to the end of the day on a Saturday now, and I'm like at the moment it's like two o'clock, right? I've been up since eight, but then I'm just even now I'm like, what the fuck have I done this morning? Like, what? It just it it really is flying recently, at least for me. Mhm. Life does. It's like it's just, yeah. It's like I had a friend who's um young, a lot, quite a bit younger than me. Yeah. Um, say that they they remember, they feel like it was a long time ago when the first Suicide film, Suicide Squad film came out. And when they said that to me, I said it feels like yesterday. I <laughs> oh, see. I can see. And I, yeah. That's when I realised how when you get older time feels different because it's been at this it's been nearly seven years since that film came out i believe you know what seven yeah you know what for me it feels like oh nearly six sorry it's been nearly six years since that film came out for, for me 
for that film, it does feel like a fucking lifetime ago. Yet, and this won't make sense, it feels like yesterday when I went to go see The Force Awakens with you and our friend Hart. And I, I, mm. it may be because I remember the day of Force Awakens more kind of vividly because Maybe. we we, yeah. we hung out before we went to the arcade and we did stuff, you know, before and it was more of a it was more of an event for us. It was more of a big mm-hmm. occasion. Um but then I think about Suicide Squad. Um but then even that, you know, that was our first attempt into the kind of YouTube world as well where we tried to Around that time, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, yeah, I, I can kind of see both both sides of it. To be fair, and I think Suicide Squad would have been one of not the but been one of the first films we saw together in the cinema. I think it was twenty sixteen, so we would have seen a few by then. I think. Yeah. Because we saw some. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember completely. But yeah, Force. Um, you know, Force Awakens might have actually been the very first film we saw together. Thinking about it, maybe. maybe. Because Maybe. Of, I can't think of anything else 2015 that we would have seen together like at the end of the year especially. Exactly, because we booked the tickets for it within our first couple of months at uni. Yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. I'm trying to think if there was any... I mean, me and Harvey went and saw Dragon Ball um, Z Resurrection F together. Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end of... In, like, October. Because I saw it at the end of September when it first came out and then asked if Harvey wanted to come see it with me. So we both went. Yeah. Well, look. So I did see that enough, more than once. Enough about 2015. January, like you said, January 2022. Yep, seven years later than 2015. How was your January? It was a month. Fair play. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about, though. We're talking about media. Come on, then. What did you, what did you consume in the month of January? Oh, nothing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we actually. It's funny. So I just, just. There were loads of good films released at that time, especially like American releases, but we didn't see any of them together. What were they? I had just this is going off American releases since September. There was uh, Sicario, which probably wasn't released here in that that time at that that time though. Yep. Um, the Martian, Steve Jobs, um, Bridge of Spies, but again, they're probably films we didn't get at that time. Yeah. But yeah, like there was still a lot of like good films that we didn't. We didn't go and see. Um, Spectre came out in 2015. I remember seeing that with my dad and my brother. And at that point, I hadn't seen any of the James Bond films. Yeah. Um, and then Force Awakens. Oh, I'll never forget the day we saw Force Awakens. It's just... It's great. Um, but anyway, again, not about then. We're half, we're, well, I say halfway. I don't know how long this is going to go for. But we, we're into this and we haven't talked about January 2022's media yet. Um, so let's get on with that. So first, I'll say, Harry. Hello. Did you, did you play any games? Oh. Like not complete anything, just anything you might have played that you haven't played before. That I haven't played before? Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Um, or it could be something you've, re- you've revisited as well, but like just, you know. Because I've got, I've had, Is well, there anything? Yes. You can't. tried your hand at, like. One little fun little game of something that you haven't played before. Well, I have a few things because because I got myself an Xbox Series S, so I've been because of because um, of white privilege, yes. Yeah, so I've been <laughs> playing the game. Pa- I got Game Pass for that, so I've been playing through. I played the first Halo and the first God um, Gears game. Gears of War, um, which I really enjoyed. And I mean, everyone said you know 
Halo's amazing, and I thought the first game was really good fun. But then I've also, going back to my, my PS5, I've been playing, well, I should say I've been replaying. Um, I started replaying God of War, which I haven't played since it first came out. Okay. Um, I'm only about, I only got to about halfway, but I just, I just, I just fancied kind of, I don't know, I just fancied the experience of it, even just a little bit again, and kind of the fight. I like, I like his fighting style as well. Um, and then obviously, mm. I got the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, so I've been playing that. But I think the newest thing that I played and I actually completed in January was the Guardians game which I had a lot of fun with. It took me a long time to complete it though because I got it back in like October, November and I was playing it sporadically. I wasn't really playing it non-stop. Mm. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until the start of January I finally completed it. And I think as a game, as a story, it was really strong. And it was uh, it was actually quite emotional. And it, it, I'd recommend, if you either play it or if you can't play it, I'd recommend like watching someone play through it on YouTube. Um, yeah. I saw the criticism of you could only play a Star-Lord and I saw it quite. I saw that quite a lot, and I understood why people were saying that. But at the same time, when you when you play the game and you experience the story that it's trying to tell, it makes complete mm. sense for it to just be Star Lord. No, of um, course. I I think that criticism comes from the fact that like the characters are in the game and they have their own way of playing, as in a sense. Mm that it'd be, so, it'd be quite easy to give you the ability to play as them. Yeah. In theory, it'd be easy. Obviously, game design isn't easy, but, you know... Yeah, no, I get that. If they wanted to have put that in the game, they could have taken the time to have done that. But, no, I, I haven't... Again, no, I haven't seen anything apart from, like, any gameplay footage that was released <laughs> before it came out. Yeah. Um, And it looked fine. I had... Just, I, I mean, if I played it, I'd probably enjoy it a lot, but... Yeah, I think... I'm of a, I'm of a mind if I don't really want to touch any new games until I get a PS5. That's fair. I think I think for me I think I I really enjoyed the game, but I think I preferred it from a story point of view as opposed to gameplay because while the gameplay is good um, and it does make a fun game to play, the story really kind of captivates you. And, and you know, shows you a new dimension to these characters that you know you know from the films or the comic books or however, whatever medium you know them in. Um, mm. The only thing about the gameplay was the way Star Lord fight fought was a bit repetitive after a while, which is why I played it so sporadically. Because if I if you had played okay, it after yeah. a few hours, you wouldn't then I wouldn't then go back and play it the next day. I feel like I'd need a week break before I picked it back up again. Whereas with something like Uncharted or, or Spider-Man. Okay, yes, you know you can have some some repetitive action there, but at the same time, it's I, yeah. more engaging, I, you know. Yeah, I think with 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 Spider-Man, there's a lot more to do as well. So if you're just doing the story missions, you're like, oh, I'm getting a bit bored of just doing the missions. I'm going to go and do some of the side stuff for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And while it is just maybe just fighting criminals, it's a little bit different every time. Um, yeah. sometimes it's oh it's a car chase sometimes it's a shop robbery and then with Uncharted the game's not about the combat it's not about the shooting it's about the, the traversal and it's about the puzzles yes exactly so uh, figuring it's about figuring out what you need to do and stuff like that with those games um, so yeah I guess I can see where yeah a, a combat style would get a little repetitive 
in a game like that. Yeah, because it's like uh, you, I think you just worded it perfectly. There's no side element to the game. It's very main story focused. Okay, yeah, you know, you can as you're walking through to get from A to B. It's very much get, get going from A to B. But you know, you might be able to pick up some some gears or something to help you upgrade. But there's no chance to go right. Let's go to this planet and explore, and then but then make sure you go to your main destination after a while. It is, for the most part, um, you're at A, get to the, get to B basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's what I played. How about you? Because I know you're not. Um, well, last we spoke, but anyway, in terms of gaming, you're not played anything new as of yet. Not really. That, I, t- I, I I don't know if I I might have played a little bit of Spider Man this month. I don't remember if I did. <laughs> Fair. Um, but other than that, um, I don't know if I started last month. Sorry, not this month. I don't know if I started playing Elder Scrolls Online in January or December. But I've only played it once. Oh, I have been meaning to revisit that. I was going to say January because um, I remember you talking to me about you wanting to play it, and that was yeah. last month. And but otherwise, I com- I completed. It's not long, but I completed the um the first bit of DLC that was released for the Pokemon game that came out in twenty nineteen. Nice, nice. <laughs> 29th? yeah. Um, which is funny because since then there's been a remake released of a different Pokemon game, and then the new game that came out in January. Nice. Um, That's so really good. I'm, I'm way behind. I've yeah, I've seen gameplay elements of it. I think there's a bit of it in there that makes it look like it put, turns me off a little bit. Yeah. But more, the more modern Pokemon games do. Because I, I love the classic style of it's just very straight. I think the, the older Pokemon games are so straightforward, whereas the new ones there's a little bit more complication to it. But I think it's also just because I'm so familiar with the old games. Like it's probably just me being like, oh, you know, nostalgia goggles kind of thing. Even though the old games are brilliant in their own regard. Um, no, I I think I do want to definitely try out the new one um, when I get a chance. Yeah. But other than that, no. The only thing I did complete that DLC, the first bit of DLC, and I started the second bit. But that was technically this month, but I don't know if I'll carry on with it just now because I do want to play the remake that I got for Christmas. I do just want to play my games more. I just don't. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> no, to be fair, I'm I'm you know I'm the same. This isn't the game I've played, but a game I actually they released a gameplay video for it during the month, and I've I've now pre-ordered the the, the for some reason I pre-ordered the limited edition uh, Skywalker Skarga. Lego Star Wars yeah. on the PS5. I saw the gameplay video, and I mean, you know, it's a Lego Star Wars game, and I was always excited for it. But I saw the gameplay video, and something about it just made me go, "Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited for this." Um, and then I saw, um, I saw, I had some points on on game, and uh, I was just like, "You know what? I'm just gonna, I might just pre-order it. You get a little minifigure with it." And I was like, "Why not, man? Fuck it." So that's I, yeah, the kind of game that. I would- I want to maybe try and play when it comes out, but then it's another thing of like I don't know if there's a point me buying anything new for my PlayStation Four. I mean, a, like, a lot of them are coming. Sorry, Karen. But they are. But the point is, what's the point? I'm just gonna keep because then I don't know. I just feel like I've still got enough that I haven't played for the PS4. Yeah. So. No, that's fair. I don't know what the point is. I I don't know. I'm I'm such a fake gamer. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. I mean. You know, I know a lot of people that are waiting out for to get PS5s. I know some people that, you know, will get the PS4 versions and then... Because like I said, a lot... Or I was going to say that a lot of the PS4 games now are coming with the free upgrades. Um, like, yeah. for example, like, I know like Horizon's coming out next week. I've not, I've mm. still not finished the first one. But the, the second one, you can buy the PS5 version on the PlayStation Store for like 60 quid. Or 
you can buy the PS4 version on the PlayStation Store for 50 quid that comes with the free upgrade for the PS5 version. So that's, that's yeah, that's kind of weird. it's kind of a little little cheat in the system, but but so yeah, I think I know a lot of people that are doing that, and I guess it's you know it's personal preference. If when it if it was me, um, I'm like you know like I was very very lucky in being able to get a PS5, and I know that. I think I'd I'd play games that I really wanted to play. I think for the most part I would try and hold off, but for games like um, <laughs> like Lego Star Wars or or as we go on through the year, like if there was a game that I was really desperate to play, then I would I would probably play it if I could. But then still yeah. still upgrade it and play it. Like when um, Miles Morales, for example, I originally had that on the PS4 because I just really wanted to play it, and then as soon as I got a PS5, I upgraded it and played it again. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I mean I I had a couple of performance issues <coughs> with Mars Morales on PS4, so yeah, that's another reason why I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not gonna get PS4 game like new ones that are on PS5 as well if I'm getting performance issues. Yeah, like I had a cutscene that didn't load in the other person. Fucking hell! And I'm like, I that's it. Um, it was um when Prowler comes into the game. Yeah, he just he was. I think he wasn't there, nor was he saying anything, but his subtitles were appearing. Amazing. I had that, sorry, I had that with Guardians, actually, and that was PS5 version I brought with PS5 disc, and there would be scenes okay. where um, if someone was talking to you through an intercom, or like a headpiece, for example, like when Starlord's got his helmet on, you would see the picture in the corner, say it was Mantis or Rocky or whatever, and the subtitles would be coming up, but there'd be no dialogue. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. what the there's fuck? Always bit, there's always a lot of bits in that in games, isn't it? Yeah. That's never going to go away. <laughs> not anymore, not these days. No, yeah. Just play, just play classic games, and they're so much better. <laughs> I did get um, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga for £2 on the Xbox store, to be fair. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so good. That game's so good. It's fucking brilliant, isn't it? So much fun. I mean, I noticed some little performance issues when I played it recently, and it's like it's before they did the split screen thing and get them in um, Lego games where you can you can walk off in a different direction and it will split you rather than drag the other person. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's a good game. Um, did you did you read anything? Any comics? So I brought I brought a few comics. I've, I'm still reading through. Um, I brought last year the Hawkeye omnibus for that contained my life as a weapon so i still need to finish that i brought mm. some comics that I, I need to actually pick up and start reading i brought the first issue of i think it's lives of wolverine i think um and i've been reading i've read the first two issues but i need to read the last two there's a there's a, a doctor who mini series they released to celebrate the eighth doctor um, and it has the eighth doctor and the eleventh doctor coming across a parallel version of Rose Tyler, who's known as the Bad Wolf Empress. So I've been reading that, and that was really good, because it was nice to see an interaction of Rose with the 11th Doctor, but also with the 8th Doctor, and not 9 or 10. So I found that really interesting. Um, but I just need to collect the last two issues. And Speak, I Speaking of sorry, so speaking of Doctor Who, I, heard, I saw something recently that was someone... I can't remember where it was. But someone saying um, something about if David Tennant is in fact the fourteenth Doctor, mm. there's potential to bring back River Song because of when she first meets him, she's like, "Oh, you look younger." 
Oh shit, yeah. And she doesn't know that version of him. I don't know what they've done with that River Song and the Tenth Doctor in any expanded material. I think um, in in Big Finish they have they have one named box set together, which is three episodes, and she hmm. appears again in in Dalek Universe three. But in a in the fir- in the box set where they're together, it's very much um, River calls for the Doctor, and but she means a different version. And David Tennant's version turns up, um, right. and they go on just a couple of adventures together. But it's always it's never she comes into the TARDIS and travels with him. It's just they've bumped into each other. Um, I, I so yeah, I guess yeah, I guess you're right. I guess they could do it. They, I mean, I don't know how it works in terms of. Because River Song is technically a Stephen Moffat creation. Yeah, I think. Well, I think Rusty Davis and Stephen Moffat have a very, very good yeah. friendship. Anyway, it's also it's also that fact of like they probably will bring River Song back someday, but like they kind of got the ending. Yeah, I was going to say like, the same. Kind of. So I don't know if that would happen, but it's an interesting thought. It does add a little bit of weight to if Davidson is the fourteenth Doctor. Yeah, and I think you know. It, Which I think is what would bring me back into the show, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's different when it's stuff like Big Because obviously Big Finish, yes, it's canon and it's all this stuff. But it is also in yeah. audio format. And I think not loads, unfortunately, not loads of people know about it. And I, I, I wish much more people listen to them in the future. But when I think it, enough hardcore Doctor Who fans care. Otherwise, they wouldn't make as much as they like and make as much content as they do. Yeah, true, and so, I mean they've got they've got like Christopher Eccleston in there and David Tennant and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean yeah, hopefully hopefully it's kind of like how I mean not everybody's out there reading all the Star Wars books and comics, whereas there's there's a lot of good stuff in them. But yeah, I felt I think it's I, the way it goes. But I mean, if you're a true fan, like not a true, I'm not gonna I'm not going into that. I mean, if you're really into the fandom, let's say that not a true fan. If you're really into the fandom, you're gonna experience go out and experience that stuff, and a lot of people are. Some people just like experiencing experiencing things on a surface level. Like for with Doctor Who, for me, like I tried reading the books when I was younger, and I never could get into them. Yeah, um, that's fair. I probably would enjoy like the big finish stuff. Like if I was if I had the kind of time to listen to it, like I used to have time to listen to things. Yeah. Um, but I just and oh, but I'm also I'm a bit away from Doctor Who. Like I said, I still haven't seen the most recent season. So no, that's um, completely fair, man. What about you? Like, Have you? Sorry, Karen. I actually didn't read anything. I, uh, <laughs> I asked fun. the question, but I, I, my answer is no. I didn't read anything this month. Well, I have actually pre-ordered, um, or I've subscribed to. They're they're redoing the Amazing Spider-Man with some of the old uh, artists and writers. I can't remember what it is now. So I've 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 pre-ordered the first two issues of that. Um, but yeah, what about you then? What about uh, have you? Let's talk about. Would you prefer to talk about a film or a TV first? It's up to you. Well, you know what kind of what TV series or serieses did you did you watch in January? Uh, well, as spoken about a little bit on the um, main episodes, uh, the big main, I think you might mentioned it. I watched the entirety of Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, you did. I have now seen every single episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, solid show from start to finish. I think. I think it, it loses a little, a little bit towards the end, and this a, a little bit in the middle. Um, the first, I think, season two and three were the best for me. It was when the show was seems like it was at its hype, at its highest. I remember when I saw um, there's there's a meme that's Dewey saying uh, the future is now, old man. Nice. Um, which I've always seen the meme, and like I know when I watched the episode it was from, I was like, oh, that's the meme. It was good. That was fun. Um, 
Brian Cranston fucking knocks it out of the park in that show every 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 episode he's in. Oh, he's, he's just great anyway, isn't he? Yeah, he is. It's funny to see him in that role though, because that was like that was the role that really got him attention. As in, it's I say got him attention. He it was obviously when he started doing Breaking Bad that everyone kind of started giving him everything. Like yeah. he's shown up in so much stuff since Breaking Bad. But Malcolm in the Middle was like he was always considered one of the best parts of that show. Even though the actress that plays the mother, Lois, she um, is the only one to have been nominated for awards for the show, I think. Okay. Um, Because she was nominated for an Emmy for every season. Yeah. Um, Because I remember I saw a post that said that her and the actress that plays her mother in the show um, were nominated for an Emmy for every single season. Her mother being nominated for Best Actress in a guest appearance or whatever that award is shit um for every single season and i was like that's that's pretty good it's it's also funnier to con- when you think about how almost all of the main cast in that show have gone on to do nothing since really yeah like apart from brian cranston is you've seen him show up in a lot of things the actress that plays the uh, mother she's been a, 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 she was a recurring voice in the simpsons as one of the judges oh okay um but like Frankie Muniz obviously doesn't do much anymore. Doesn't do anything anymore, I don't think. And then the the, act- the actors that played the other brothers don't really do anything. So, but yeah, it's a good show. It's funny. It's a, it's more if you have at least a little bit of history with the show, it's a good show to go back to as well. And I'd always wanted to rewatch it all. Like I say, rewatch it all. I'd never seen all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was good because I remember I used to enjoy watching it when I was a kid a little bit. Oh, good man. Yeah, good show. And I think I watched the first season of Ted Lasso in January, but I finished it in February, so... That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, um, and other than that, that was it for January, really. I didn't watch any other shows. Oh, fair play, man. At least. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, as for... Apart from, like, Book of Boba Fett as it was being released. Yeah, I was going to say, as for me, uh, Book of Boba Fett, but I'll talk about that in the February Next one. Month. Yeah, because obviously yeah. it finished in February. Um, yeah. Hmm... As I've mentioned on the main podcast, I've been trying to get back into Titan Series 3. So I've been watching a bit more of that. But to be honest, I've not really watched a lot of TV this month. I've been watching... I've watched a lot of terrestrial TV and like Saturday night entertainment <laughs> TV. So like The Masked Singer or... Um, oh, if you want to talk watching TV, like, like on watching broadcast television, I've watched every single Chelsea match that's been broadcast. Oh, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> as i do so that's not really that's not really what we mean when we're talking about that but no other than uh, i've not really watched any terrestrial tv yeah I've watched, i don't I've, my mum usually watches stuff and i'm just like no i'm leaving i'm leaving the room no that's fair like, a lot of quiz shows i think it's because um i mean quiz shows yeah i love quiz shows i love quiz shows but like, i love trivia i've recently gone back to the office where i work as opposed to working from home so <laughs> i thought you i first thought you were talking about going back to rewatching the office <laughs> no no yeah so then because 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 of that whenever i go home on a weekday now it's a lot of me just i'll stick on youtube maybe or i'll listen to a podcast oh, yeah. and I'll, I'll fall asleep fairly early and then when it gets to the weekend and i come down to maddie's i spend most of it either watching films or or playing video games i try to try and catch up with other stuff um, i'm so much the same i, I, I will spend more time watching youtube yeah everything. yeah so yeah i really want to this month want to sink my teeth into some some new shows um i think i might watch disenchantment but i don't know yet but um but yeah i mean yeah, I we watched we watched that. a documentary it was a three-part documentary we went to my mum's 
it was I can't remember the name of it now. It was about the ultimate con man, um, mm. and it was a bit. It, it has the ultimate con man in the title, I think, and it it was it's very very new. It came out in January, and it's a story about these two kids whose mother has run away with a con man, basically. But you learn the life of this guy, and it dates all the way back to the eighties, where you know he basically tricked three of his friends into thinking he was an MI5 agent and they were on the run for like two years and he conned them out of loads of money and it was just like what the fuck how do some people do shit like this so yeah we've been watching a lot of like, documentary stuff as well um, but yeah I'm like you I've, I've been honest in the evenings I've watched a lot of YouTube and even yeah. just random things you know um, because it's so easy to just throw it on eat dinner mm-hmm. and then just you know lay in bed and fall asleep and not just really worry about what's on yeah just finding something that you know you can comfortably sit and watch yeah like a lot i watch a lot of like the rad brad um walk through on games like he's doing like dying light two at the moment and i've been watching that mr sunday movies obviously um yeah. a bit of jacksepticeye so stuff stuff that i've just been very much sticking on in the background um mm. but yeah so what about what about for you um, so let's move. Let's move on to films. January was was a good month for film, just in general. I think, um, possibly. I don't really know. Uh, what films did you watch? Um, I started off the year watching The Protege. Nice. Starring Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson, and Maggie Hugh. Is that the new one on Amazon Prime? Yeah. How was that? Directed by Martin Campbell, who directed Casino Royale. You'd expect something better. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I wrote about it on my blog. It, it's um, it's not bad, but it's not good. Right. It's on the cusp of being bad. Was it, was it, a, um, was it a bit like American Assassin, in terms of it not being good, not being bad, just nothing? Maybe? I don't really remember American Assassin. The only thing I remember about American Assassin is Michael Keaton. Because I liked... Fucking hell, when he's getting that. tortured and he's, like, going for it. He's, like... He's enjoying it. <sighs> he's really hamming it up. Yeah. He's, like, getting his fingernails torn off. And he's like, yeah, go on, do another one. <laughs> Fucking do it! Um, what I'll say about Michael Keaton in this is it feels like he just showed up. Oh, really? Like, which isn't bad. I'm not saying... I'm not saying Michael Keaton or Samuel L. Jackson are bad in the film, but they both feel like they have just shown up to just do a, a day's work, essentially. Maybe not all in, you know what I mean, not in that sense, but there's nothing memorable about any of the characters. It sets up that, like, oh, this is what the main character is, but we don't really explore any of how she gets to where she is. She's just She just is, because she's um, a kid that Samuel L. Jackson finds in Vietnam, and then he turns her into a master assassin, like he is. Right. But... We don't see any of that. We don't see much about of their dynamic other than they get along. Oh. And he's there's maybe a father-daughter kind of relationship, but we don't know how they get to that point at all. Yeah. And it makes Maggie Q's character feel empty. She's good in it, and I think if the action was better... Yeah. It would be... It would... She shine in the role i think she would be able to do the action stuff i'm not saying she obviously does, does her own stunts and that i don't think she did at all probably not but she could have been it could have just been better like i'm not i don't care that it wasn't better because i didn't go into it thinking this is gonna be really good i went into it being like michael keaton samuel L. jackson yeah exactly I like michael keaton i like samuel L. jackson bit of a, just just a, film out. yeah an action film an action thriller 
two hours. Fuck it, I'll stick it on. Might enjoy it. Samuel L. Jackson is also probably the actor I've seen in the most films, but that's because he's in a lot of franchises. He's in two big franchises. He's in shit loads of movies, isn't he? Fucking hell. Yeah. He's been in no, he's been in loads. Like when I looked on Letterbox, I've only seen twenty two percent of his entire filmography. Fucking hell. Something like that. It's mad, but like he's been in something like eleven Marvel movies, technically. So Yep. And three Star Wars films. So when you think about that, it's like, oh no, he's been in a lot. <laughs> this party's over. And he's been in like four Quentin Tarantino films. Yep. Um, so you know, things that yeah. Uh but anyway, um he's also in the third die hold. That's my that but, that and the fourth one are my favourites, controversially. Carry not on. the first one? I love the first one, don't get me wrong. The first one's a perfect film. I re- even I did rewatch it recently and I was like, it's not as fun when rewatching it. Yeah, I love the first one, don't get me wrong. But the third one is the one I grew third up with. The third one is fun. Yeah, the third one I grew up with is the one my dad first showed me. And I, okay. lo- I loved it because I love the dynamic between Willis and, and Jackson. But then I also... Because, because just to say, it's because it's a failed lethal weapon film. It was meant to be a lethal weapon movie. Oh, okay, that makes a That's lot of sense. That's why they brought in Samuel L. Jackson to play his partner who's happens to be black that makes because it's a meant to lot be, of sense um mel gibson and danny glover right okay and i yeah. yeah that's okay yeah that makes have you seen the first lethal weapon though i've seen the first lethal weapon yeah that's so good it's a brilliant <laughs> film brilliant film but and then i really like i, I really I, was say, I think it's directed by some of the person it's a director of richard donner in it yeah i think because he was yeah. meant to be doing the new one that's coming the out soon one. but yeah. obviously now it's mel gibson but um he's oh he's mel gibson directing the new one Great. yeah but um, I really like Die Hard Four as well. I think I don't think cool. they should have done five. But I think Die Hard Four taking on the technological aspect, and I just I just think it was brilliant. But anyway, sorry. Uh, yeah, what else did anyway, you watch? Pro- yeah, Protege is not good. Like, don't watch it. Fair, fair. <laughs> okay, it's not bad. It's not good. It's just it's not good. So that's just don't watch it. Yeah, that's fair. Unless you want to watch a bad film, uh, not a bad film. I don't know. I can't. It it just it's a film. In the end, on my blog post that I wrote, because I kind of was doing the thoughts as I was thinking about it as I wrote it, um, the end I kind of just said, I guess it was a waste of time. Like, <laughs> Right, okay. Um, but, yeah, you go next then. You say a film. Okay. Um, I watched a few things. I won't, I'll, I'll, we'll go one each, but I, I watched a couple of repeats as well. And I'm going to mention this one first, which is a repeat watch that I, I, I watched. I haven't watched it in a, few, in a while. Me and Connor spoke about it before the podcast. But um, oh, yeah. I rewatched Pirates of the Caribbean: Curse of the Black Pearl two weeks ago, and it is. I forgot. I always liked it growing up, right? And I always thought it was a strong film. But fuck me, it's an um, it's it's amazing. It's so good, and right. I I forgot how good it is. It might even be on my top ten now. I've rewatched it. I enjoy. I just I remember coming out of it going, I want to rewatch it again. I haven't, but. Um, <laughs> Everything from from the performances to the script to the soundtrack, I just I just yeah I really really enjoyed it again. So I'm gonna watch Dead Man's Chest and At World's End, and then they never made a fourth or a fifth one, unfortunately. So you know that's a shame. That franchise killed itself. Um, no, yeah, the first <laughs> one's really good. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people do put down the second and third ones. I enjoy them both as well. But yeah, I no, really the enjoy the second and third one. Yeah, no, me too. Um, third one less so. I feel like third one has a lot of dead air in it. But um, no, anyway, yeah, no, yeah. I love, I love the first one so much. It's such a good film. Yeah. Um, 
it's a perfect adventure film whilst also having oh, yeah. whilst also having stakes involved and you actually you end up caring about the characters. Yep. Yeah, brilliant. Yep. Absolutely brilliant. Just a good film. Yeah. Just a good film. Go on then, you next. Uh, uh me next. Oh, I watched uh, Scarface. Oh shit. Okay. For the first time ever. Yeah, I've not seen it. It's it's Here's the thing, if you if you wanna if you want to be that person that's like I wanna I want who wants to be able to say that I have seen Scarface whenever someone brings it up, like watch it, but it's I don't know, I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would. Oh, I liked okay. it, I think it's a really good film, but just didn't get the enjoyment from it that I expected to, and I think it's just because it's so so many people consider it one of the greatest films ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the cast are good. Like, Al Pacino's brilliant in it. It's directed by Brian De Palma, who did Mission Impossible. Oh, shit. Um, but no, it's, it's good. It's a good film. Okay. They're remaking it at some point as well. Of course they are. Yeah. Yeah. The script is b- b- being written by the Coen brothers. Oh. That's random. Anyway, yeah, no. I like. I, I liked it. Okay. Good. I don't know if this is still happening, but apparently Diego Luna is meant to be playing the main role. Oh, I mean, okay, yeah, that could work. That could work. That could work. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a film that's worth saying. It's a it's a film that's worth watching to be able to say you've watched it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, even though it is just like two and a half hours long. Yeah. Nearly over two and a half hours long, like, but it's it's good. It's got some really good elements to it, and. But the thing is, you you also because of like the most famous scene in it, obviously. Say hello um, to my little friend. Which happens basically not a spoiler. Match happens basically right at the end. Yeah. Um. You kind of feel like you you get the impression that there's going to be more of that in the film. And there is some good action, like some good action stuff, but it's not that kind of film at all. Right. Okay. Um. No, I watch. I've, I, I, like I said, I watch Scarface. I can say that now. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah. Okay. Fair play. But what's next? What's next for Harry? Oh, okay. So, um, now I've, I was going about this. I don't think I've talked about it in depth on the podcast yet. Um, I saw The King's Man. Boom. Um, around like I think it was like the second week of January. Um, it's on Disney Plus now as well. It is, yeah. Um, I walked into it knowing it was a prequel, knowing it wasn't gonna, you know, feel exactly like the modern day first Kingsman. Mm-hmm. How Despite it, being directed by the same person. Yeah, for me, it didn't even feel like it was in the same universe. It felt like it was. It didn't. If if it wasn't for the fact that the to be sorry just sorry to be fair the second one doesn't feel like it's part of the same universe yeah i mean the, the second one because the first one was i will let you talk about it in a second the first one, one felt like it was kind of almost almost meta yeah yeah like it was it was We've taking been... a lot of tropes from the genre it was and it was kind of mocking it a little bit and having taron egerton as as eggsy in the main role it felt so he was a very different. It was a, bre- a breath of fresh air as the, as the lead in this kind of film. Mm. So in the second film, it didn't work as well, but he's 
pretty much the selling point of it. So I guess that's maybe why the new one feels different as well. Yeah, because I think the thing about the second one was I still enjoyed the second one. Like, it still had elements I thought was good and I, I had a fun time with it. With this, if it wasn't for the fact that the the bigger states um, is in it and that you see the Kingsman tailor shop for, I want to say, two or three scenes... I would never in a million years said this was a Kingsman film. I just wouldn't have. Because it just... It just... It, it didn't... I can't... I find it really hard to explain. It just didn't feel... Like, right... When I watch this and it gets to the end of it and go, right, okay, I can see now how it will progress into what we end up getting. Nothing like that. Mm. It just felt too much of a departure. And I don't know whether that was because of the script or whether it was... Um, just the tone and the way the way Matthew Vaughan directed it. Uh, it wasn't to say it was a bad... As a spy film, as a World War One spy movie, it's good, it's it's fun, you know, it's interesting. But as a Kingsman film, I don't think it's very good. If that makes sense. No, yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, oh. And it has a post credit scene... That made I won't say yeah fucking I actually look I actually <laughs> out loud went oh for fuck's sake um, yeah I, I, I've, been, I've seen that clip everywhere don't worry uh, <laughs> fucking yeah that was terrible but yeah I would recommend watching it like I said it is on Disney Plus um, but I wouldn't go into it going you know what it's, it's, I'm gonna watch I'm excited because it's a Kingsman film no I'd say go into it thinking it's a a World War One spy film. If you go into it with that viewpoint, I think you'll enjoy it a lot more. Fair enough, fair enough. But speaking of war, uh, I watched War Dogs. Good for... Is that the Jonah Hill one? Yeah, Miles Teller, Jonah Hill. How's that? It's alright. It's, it's an interesting... Because it's based on a real story, a real event. It's an interesting story, but it's never... It's never doing anything too special. But it's it's an interesting story. I like I enjoyed it, but it's not amazing. It's okay. also a Todd Phillips film, so you know, take that with whatever you want to take that with. <laughs> yeah, fucking psychedelic. When I saw his name come up in it, when I was watching the film and in, in the like, oh, directed by Todd Phillips, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. yippee, oh, great. <laughs> I'm watching a Todd Phillips film. Yeah. Um, but no, I I I I liked it enough to say I had a good time watching it. Miles Teller's alright, even though he's just Miles Tellering around, and Jonah Hill's putting in a bit of effort, playing a dick, so I guess that's not too far from Jonah Hill. <laughs> As people say, people say Jonah Hill's he's meant to be very hard to work arsehole. with. He's meant to be an yeah. I remember um, there was an interview thing that um, Charlize Theron did and uh, well, with Seth Rogen before um, whatever that film they were in together came out, The Long Shot. Yeah. Which is very good. The Long Shot's a really good film. Um, uh, one of the questions was who's one of the hardest people to ever work with and Seth Rogen off the bat said Jonah Hill nice <laughs> so take that you know that's, and that's yeah. Seth Rogen fucking saying it I mean yep um, but yeah that was it's alright it's a good film it's fine okay I've only got uh, I've only got one or two more I think I'll go again then. Like we were talking about Bruce Willis earlier, I watched Moonrise Kingdom, which is um, a Wes Anderson film that Bruce Willis is in. Oh, okay. And I was surprised because it's like Bruce Willis around the same kind of time he was doing a lot of crap. So it's like, oh, it's it's nice to see Bruce Willis putting in the effort. Yeah. Because I like Bruce Willis, especially in the films that he's putting effort into. So like Die Hard, the first one, and um, 
uh, Pulp Fiction. He's really good in Pulp Fiction. He is really good at Pulp Fiction, actually. And um, this film came out in 2012, so I was surprised to actually see him, you know, being a good actor. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a Wes Anderson film with yet another amazing cast. Bruce Willis, uh, Edward Norton, Bill Murray, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton, Jason Schwartz, Schwartzman, um, and others. But it's it's about, like, um, two two kids that, like, sort of run away together. Two teenagers. Oh, okay. Um, and people trying to chase them down as, like, a Boy Scout group um, that Ed Norton's the leader of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ha- Harvey Keitel's in it. I forgot about that. He's good. Um, but it's just a really, it's a really nice film. Like, I like Wes Anderson's. The films I've seen from Wes Anderson, I like them a lot. Um, yeah. And he's got a specific style. And I, as much as he kind of puts that style on everything he does, but it's still, it's just, it's endearing. Yeah. So I'd recommend it. It's a good film. Okay. I think it's on, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I remember seeing it, yeah. But no, it's a really nice film. I think you'd like it. Okay, yeah, that's my list. I think the two leads, the the kids, they're really good. Oh, okay. Because it's quite, it's quite, it's, it's not like, overly dramatic it's always got an air of this is very fantastical in a certain in a sense um but they're um they they it's quite adult a little bit not like you know in a you know not in a but as in they fit into it very, very well they're very good actors okay sweet yeah and also a young it's not in the cast list on wikipedia for some reason but a young um lucas hedges is in it uh, from manchester by the sea and other things oh fuck um, and I saw him, I was like, is that Lucas Hedges? Because he's a really good young actor. Mm. Yeah, I'll definitely add um, to my list then. Yeah, no, you should check it out. It's a good film. Oh, sick. Um, but yeah. That was another That was another film I watched. I've got a few a few more. Um, okay. Well, I've got four more, technically. Well, I'll say my, I'll say my last two, because I haven't got a lot to say about them. Um, so, I also watched... People just do nothing. Big in Japan, um, so it was obviously what started off as a, a radio series that then became a BBC show, and now they've got a film. I've never seen the BBC se- series. Um, it's on Netflix, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, um, but I've never. I remember seeing trailers for that. It looked really fun. Yeah, I'd never seen the show, but you know, the film popped up, and me and Maddie did want to see the film at some point, and it is just—it's just really funny. It's just. You know, this pirate radio station finds out that they're they're they've been disbanded since the end of the show, which was a few years ago, and they find out that one of their tracks, or well, their only track, has gone massive on a on a a total wipeout esque J- Japanese game show, um, and they get flown out to kind of get a record deal and a concert, and it's just it's them. And it, it, the, the story's very typical in terms of. They're, yeah. they're being changed and they're being turned into a boy band and they all argue and one goes on his own and so you, you can see where it's going but in terms of just the film it's just really fucking funny because they're all, like one's a stoner they're all quite dumb, they don't really know anything um, you've got yeah. their manager who's who's just a failure but then at the same time he wants to do whatever he can to get what's best for his band so yeah yeah that was a really fun watch and then i also lastly we also watched um Encanto on disney plus um mm. which i really enjoyed <laughs> i thought it was really good i thought the animation style was great i 
loved the music. Obviously, we don't talk about Bruno. Um, I really enjoyed the story. Um, yeah, I don't think it's my favourite animation I've seen. Um, but I do think no. I do think it's a strong film, and I do think it's definitely worth checking out because um, it is a, it's a lot I, of fun. I didn't connect with it as much as I thought I would. I think on retrospect, thinking about it, I think I enjoy it. I think about it in a more positive light for some of the stuff it did in terms of some of the kind of characters it had that are kind of not typical for Disney characters as well. So yeah, um, I don't remember the names of any of the characters, but like you know that kind of stuff. And then some of the stuff you can look into when you look deeper into the story, like when you say, um, like how the reason why like Mirabelle maybe doesn't have those powers is because she's the future head of the family kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And you compare her to um, the, the grandmother. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't connect with it as much as I thought I would when I watched it, but it's great. And the animation's fantastic. It's been nominated for an Oscar now as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Has, has one of one of the has one of the songs been nominated from it? Uh yes, I want it's not we don't talk about Bruno, I don't think. I think it's something no, else. Oh, what um, is it? Yeah, I'm trying to think which one it is. Is it the first song they sing about being the f- uh, I don't know. I have no absolutely no idea. Yeah, um, it's probably look. not the first song. But we'll see what happens with that. Cool then. What are the the last films you watched this month? I watched The Raid. Ah, oh, sick film. Fun action movie. Yeah. Um, really good fun. Just a very good action film. They're really that's like the stunts are great. Um, oh yeah, you got you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's a story to it and all that kind of stuff. But you walk into that for the action. The, you want to see the story is basically apart from some of the some of the little twisty bits that are supposed to be there that aren't really twists. But that those bits in the story and some of the personal stuff that happens in the story, it's basically dread. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But it came out before dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I was watching it, I was being like, "They're attacking a tower. This is dread." <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it's just fucking. Uh, but no, it's a really good film. It's it's a really good film, and a lovely Indonesian film made by a Welsh man. Yeah, I always forget about that. Um, starring some recognisable faces, at least that have been in like other. I've seen them in other films. Like one of the guys in it, I've seen in. I think he was in like one of the Ip Man films. Yeah, one of them is all the main guys in um, Mortal Kombat as well. I think. Yes. Is it the main guy? The main guy in the raid is in Mortal Kombat. Is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to think. Who, who was he then? Who was he? He was one of the. I want to say I don't think they were brothers, but let's have a look. Is it Eko Uwais? However you say his name, is it him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, but no, it's not him because it doesn't say Mortal Kombat. On his filmography, which one is in Mortal Kombat? Let's find him. Oh, Joe Joe Taslim. Yes, 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 yes. He yes. plays Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's in it. I don't remember who he plays. Oh, he's the sergeant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not one of the main guys, but he is in it. I think he he's well, he is in it quite a lot, isn't he? I'm trying to think because I think he dies in it. I can't remember. I want to say he does. And there's a character called um. Mad Dog in it, who's played by Yayan Ruhayan. I don't know how you say that name. I think he's in one of the Ip Man films. Mad Dog. I don't know who it. No, it's not him. It's someone. But I recognised him when I saw him. He's in John Wick three, and obviously, he's in Star Wars: Force Awakens. I think he's the one that has the speaking role in Force Awakens. Yeah. 
yeah, the leader of uh, Kanja Club. So that's a Kanja Club. Kanja Club. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a guy in it who's the brother of the main actor, and when I saw them, I'm like, they don't even look alike. Yeah. <laughs> They're both Indonesian. But they don't look alike. <laughs> they look nothing uh, alike. Yeah. So yeah, that was the raid. Uh, then I watched. Um, uh, I rewatched the first Scream. Okay. Which is still probably my favorite horror. Like, if you want to go proper horror film, that's probably my favorite proper horror film because it's not that scary, and you know it's just very entertaining, and it has Shaggy in it. Oh, so good. Uh, it also has Monica in it. <laughs> yeah, shit. Of course it does. She's in the entire franchise. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. Because and then going off of that, I watched Scream Four. Skip the second and third one. Watch Scream Four. Nice. Um. Which is is quite good. It has um, Emma Roberts in it. Is that uh, the one with Hayden Hayden Panettiere? Hayden Panettiere. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and others. Um, and who else? There was someone in it. I think I saw someone in it from something. I can't remember. And then I watched the new Scream. Okay. There we go. That was the last time I went to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me uh, you saw Scream. Actually, how was that? The new one's quite good. I really enjoyed it. I think it's not amazing. It's like it's basically the same. They're all the same, really, but it's good. It has um, Jack Quaid in it. Yes, from the boys. It has. I can't remember her name, but they're one of the actresses from. Um... In the Heights. I mean, yeah, I think. I don't know, but I was gonna say um, one of the actresses from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. The one that gets set on fire at the end. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, and it's all about toxic fandom, so you know that was good. It's a good film. <laughs> decent, decent, decent. Fun, fun, fun little horror watch to watch in the new year because that's when I watch it. Oh, good man! <laughs> well, it sounds, um, like, it sounds like we've watched a fucking fair amount this month. And, and not that much, not as much as I could have watched. And I also watched Selma, which is a film about uh, Martin Luther King trying to do something. Fair. How was that? I don't remember. I don't remember so much about it in terms of what they were doing specifically. I know it was a, obviously it's a it's a real story. Um, it wasn't one of those real stories I really really got into though. I don't know. There's a lot of good like real stories about racial, you know, stuff back from back then, civil rights movements and that. Um, and that's not one of the most memorable ones for me. Right. Okay. Like the most memorable one for me would be one I saw recent. Well, I saw it last year now, but uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I still need to watch that. Such a good film. Um, but yeah, there's, it was one of those... It's direct, directed by Ava DuVernay. Okay. So it's it's a good film, but maybe I didn't connect with it as much as I expected to. Yeah. Also, Lakeith Stanfield's in that. Decent. Plays a, he's in it a little bit. He's not in it a lot. It's oh, fucking so good. Um, but yeah, uh, and then I've rewatched two films, which were the first Scream, as I've already said, and I rewatched Eternals. Oh, okay, I need to. Manny hasn't seen Eternals yet, so I've not seen it in cinema. So I think you we're should, watching that soon. You should, you should read my most recent blog post. Oh, okay, yeah, well, I wrote some good reviews in there. I'm like not yeah. performing very well. <laughs> oh, I, sh- I didn't. I started reading it, but I shared it yesterday. Was that the one you released yesterday? Did you share it? I don't know. I, I sh- didn't release it yesterday. I reshared it again. Oh, I shared the one that you reshared then yesterday on Facebook. 
Oh, okay, I didn't see that. At least I hope I did. I was I shared something from someone. Fucking hell, I thought it was your thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know. I didn't see it, but um, <clears throat> there was something I wrote in the review that was like, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?" It was really good. Um, <clears throat> sorry, clearing my throat right into the microphone. You fine. Um, I wrote the my this the sentence is this film is good though, and y'all just mad it ain't a big old space adventure like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Um. That's the good thing that I've been doing. I think with these most recent reviews, is I'm trying to go a little bit more informal with them. Yeah, they're really good. Like they're, all, I only wrote about four films because I'm doing it. You'll see when you read it, but I'm doing like doing it in a different format this time. Okay. Yeah, I read because it. Up. I'm not gonna. I'm not because now that I'm doing, I, we're talking about films, so it's relevant to talk about. Now that I'm, I'm basically doing what I'm doing here, but as a blog posting, which is I'll recap the previous month of watching films. Yeah. As opposed to what I did last for the last three years, which was wrote. A weekly post recapping the films I watched the week, and it wasn't recapping so much as I was writing, trying to write reviews for every film I saw. This time, I'm doing it as there's categories that are kind of a little bit based on what I did, what I do for my awards that I write on my blog. Okay. So, I've gone into it with four categories, which we, which are most enjoyable film I watched the previous month. Yeah. The weakest film I watched the last month. Right. And then the most most surprising, so just a film that surprised me a little bit in terms of my enjoyment or why it might surprise me in a different way. Yep. And then the fourth category is just one film. I'll, I'll write a short review or a long review, depending on how it goes, about a film I rewatched. Okay, I like that. Um, so for this blog post, I wrote about The Raid as the best film. Yep. So the most enjoyable film. I wrote about The Protégé as the weakest film. And I wrote about Scream 5, the most recent Scream as the most surprising one and then I wrote about Eternals. Okay, decent man, I like that. Um and I actually ended up liking my Eternals review, especially what I'll say else I can say it here about Eternals is anyway, yes, I like Eternals. Come at me, bro. Fair. I respect <laughs> that. Um and I basically write in it like I'm pleading with Kevin Feige to give Chloe Zhao a sequel. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean why not um, fuck it. It's also a spoiler review as well, I was like, but it's been out long enough that I'm not too worried about it. Okay. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, that was all the films I watched. That was, and you told me all the films you watched. I have. So we did it. We've we done did it. it. We've done it. Took da, 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 us longer da, da, da. than I expected, but we done you it. We did, yeah. Well, look, I mean, this is like Connor said, we're going to try and do this every month. Um, yep. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for joining us on this on this bonus bonus episode of the Two Smoking Micros podcast um, mm-hmm. we would love to hear what you've watched read played so do get in touch we're on all elements of social media Two Smoking Microphones pretty much everywhere um, you can also f- uh, email in at Two Smoking Microphones podcast at gmail.com we're also on Twitter um, personally so Connor is at Connor Jordan underscore 96 and I am Harry Young Edits on Twitter as well um, yeah thank cool. you oh do you want to say something? What? I said cool. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you did. You, we did this last episode in the, in the main episode as well. Fuck. Um, where you said cool and I thought you said ooh. That's it. Well, look, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We hope you have a great uh, week and we'll see you for our next scheduled episode on Monday. <laughs>